I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. It's time to get outside. This is KSL Outdoors. Brought to you by Trax Power Sports Rentals. Two Hello. hours of stories and information on hunting, fishing, and high adventure. KSL Outdoors with Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Russ, I think I've got you. Are you there? <laughs> I heard Russ for just a second. I'm telling you, this is a crazy technology day because our our phone system, uh, and we're recording this program, uh, this segment anyway, on Friday, but uh, we've had some technology issues with uh, phone systems here at the station that they're working through behind the scenes. So we're connecting via the Internet with both uh, Russ Smith, hopefully from Skycall Satellite. Russ, if you're in, jump in on the conversation. If you're not, we will uh, go on with our conversation with Mike and Jennifer Cottle, who are on a motorhome adventure, and they took a satellite phone along from Skycall. But Mike and Jen, welcome. It's nice to check in with you guys. Thank you. Tell, Great. Good to hear from you. Tell uh, Thanks for your patience this morning, getting through all the technological glitches. Tell everybody where you are and where you were headed on this trip, uh, either one of you. All right. Well, we are in Hazleton, Virginia, and we started out in Salt Lake City and headed up to um, Washington. I have a brother that lives there. We had a lobster fest, and we are headed to Anchorage, Alaska, kind of as our end goal. Are you guys in retirement now, and you just decided to uh, jump in on a motorhome trip, or is this something that uh, you've done your entire lives? No, just semi-retired, still working. I'm a real estate agent, and uh, we just have been planning this trip for a long time, and the time was right to try to make it happen. So do you own the motorhome, or did you rent for this trip? No, it's a motorhome that we own. So you're going to be out a while. If I remember uh, the the notes that Russ sent me, you guys have uh, quite a trip planned here. We were going to try to do this trip in two weeks, and after we looked at it and talked to several people, they said, you know, you need at least six weeks. We're trying to do it in five weeks. Wow, that's a good long trip, though. Any problems on the roads uh, other than the price of gasoline, I'm going to guess right now? Yes, and the price of gas in Canada, what are we paying about? six sixty a gallon yikes. is what it would be. Yes, yikes, for home. <laughs> That's our biggest expense. But so far, it's been great. The motorhomes run pretty good, a little, few little glitches. And that's the thing when you're on the road, finding one little nut takes three to four hours because it's not just stop by any store. The towns are few and far between. And so we had a little glitch that, but pretty good so far. The cell service actually hasn't been too bad. We have the satellite phone, but we've been able to keep in contact pretty good with our own cell phone so far. I want to hear about Lobster Fest. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll have an invite next year. It's awesome. Live lobster and crab, and we just sit and cook them for about three hours and eat to our heart's content. Oh, and where does this happen? Uh, Kalama, Washington. Another beautiful spot by the river. Boy, that sounds uh, delightful. So tell me about the motorhome. I was talking with a dealer here in Utah, and they were talking about the growing segment of these vans that come in, you know, various uh, configurations and different uh, manufacturers. A lot of them are these sprinter vans uh, out there. 
that that was the fastest growing segment of the RV industry right now. What is your motorhome? So we have a Jayco Red Hawk. It's a 27 foot uh, 2021 motorhome, and it's really nice. It has had a couple of glitches and has had to be back in the shop, but right now it seems to be running pretty good. So, yeah. Do you guys uh, carry all your food on board, or do you restaurant it along the way? What What was your plan going up? You're Are you still there? Yeah, we're here. Okay, you're cutting in out a little bit. I think you said, "Do we carry all our food?" And yeah. we we've a lot of food. Uh, a big part of traveling for us is the food. We love to find the best restaurants and the really um, kind of out places to eat. But we did one reason why we brought the motor home is just to be able to save a little bit on food and be able to take that. So we do cook a lot in the motor home, but we've just looked at the best kind of the places you don't want to miss along the way. And we do stop and eat at those places. But And then Mike caught a fish. The other day, so we had fish and sweet corn from Canada and sourdough bread from Barkersville. So we try to combine it all together. Oh. All right, Mike, tell me about the fishing. Uh, are you a fly fisherman or, or do you use bait? No, so I did catch them on a fly. But when you say fly fisherman, I don't have a fly rod. I use just a regular rod with a, a leader on the end and a bubble and about 18 inches of leader and then cast out and reel in slow so you can get it out there further. But I am, I'm not a very good fisherman. <laughs> I, I, uh, I spent I three or four hours yesterday on a river. The Cena River. The Cena River that's supposed to be really good um, salmon fishing, and I never got a bite, and I threw it. Everything they had in my tackle box. <laughs> well, your technique sounds... <laughs> let us know <laughs> yeah your, your technique sounds a lot like what we recommend for people to go to the high uintas with uh, a bubble and and just a little fly behind it and uh, the slow retrieval and people catch a lot of fish that way was it a trout that you had for dinner yep rainbow oh beautiful all right so as you look down the road at the rest of your itinerary what are the uh, spots uh, that you're really looking forward to well, today we are he- hoping to hit Hyder, Alaska and fill our motor home much with gas because it's a in the United States and Canada, and then the toke and hitting the... We're really trying to get to the Alcon Highway, which we hope to hit by Sunday, and we're LDS, so we're hoping to find the church along the way, and uh, at Alcon Highway, it runs 1,600 miles, and we'll catch it halfway through. It goes through uh, a little bit of British Columbia, and then the Yukon Territory, and then it will go into Alaska, and uh, we uh, we're planning on uh, hitting the Alaskan Temple and doing a couple of sessions there, and and then working our way up to um, Bear Banks. That's as probably as high as we're going to make it north. We have talked about if we wanted to try to make it to the Arctic Ocean, which is another 500 miles from Bear Banks, but um, we're told that that road is a pretty dirt road and not paved yeah. home would, would vibrate us to death. <laughs> well, I'm sure Russ told you when you picked up your phone that uh, he and his wife, Chris, who I'm sure you met, also uh, just purchased a motorhome not long ago. They've done a lot of work on it. It's an older motorhome, but they're looking forward to hitting the road soon. So I just had the feeling there's probably a lot of people in our audience that are considering this as they near retirement age. And uh, you'd give it a big thumbs up for the experience, huh? 
Definitely. I We've looked forward to this. I mean, I just traveling in a motorhome, it's something I've wanted to do ever since, I don't know, Mike's parents did this. They traveled in a motorhome. And so I was looking forward to it. And it is every that I thought it would be. You know, you'd pull into these little campgrounds and there's at least a dozen other couples just your age doing the same thing. And it's just fun. I mean, they're chatting with people and see what they're doing and and hitting the road, and it really is. It's it's everything we thought it would be. Yeah, and, and when you know we talked about the gas prices, which I think are going to sh- uh, scare some people right now, obviously. But if you take into the account that this is your hotel, this can be the restaurants along the way, and you're buying groceries, uh, you know, whenever you want, and eating whatever you want when you want. Factor in all of those things; it, it balances out with the cost of the gasoline. At least I hope. We actually calculated uh, just taking our car and hoteling it along the way and even with the price of gas the motorhome came out to be a couple thousand dollars cheaper this route couple thousand yep yeah i mean you think about every night um you know at least 150 dollars a night per hotel and we could actually stay free a lot of the times but we've chosen to come into some campgrounds but it's only like 30 dollars a night to camp and and like you said i mean i brought lots of things from home that's in our freezer that we eat and so we've really saved a lot of money eating out and on hotels is there a pet? although we love to travel that way too is there a pet that's making the ride along with you no we're not we're not not dog owners <laughs> we get we get everybody else's dogs here i see how <laughs> it works i see how it works all right uh again thanks for your patience working through our technological problems on this end this week we'd love to be able to check in with you uh, as you f- finish out this trip, and, and next time I'm sure we'll have a phone system that actually connects us and we'll get a letter, little better signal. Either that or we'll connect on the sat phone. But you guys have fun. Be safe out there. Awesome. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you. You bet. Thanks for checking in. Mike and Jennifer Cottle. Uh, that's just fantastic. And I think a lot of people, I mean, I could be wrong. I think a lot of you are probably making some plans to escape and do just that. Coming up, Roger Eggett is in the middle of a great event up at Bear River Lodge. We'll check with him next and wrap up this week's program. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Final couple of minutes of the program here as we wrap up another week. We'll turn things over to the greenhouse in just a minute. Uh, They'll be with you from 8 until 11 this morning. But I do want to connect with Roger Eggett at Bear River Lodge. There's something really awesome going on right now as we're set to record here on a Friday. This is something you look forward to every year, isn't it, Rog? Tim, it's my family. You know, we do a lot of fun things, but this is on the top of the list. Tell everybody what's going on. So the past week raise the future which is formerly known as the adoption exchange has been here at bear river lodge taken all the cabins they we have about 50 people here we have counselors we have children who are who have recently been adopted into families it, it is just the most awesome organization in the greatest week of the year well we should tell our listeners uh, we're hooked up through some different technology this week because we've had phone issues so uh, it's a little glitchy but uh, we're getting uh, a pretty clear understanding of what's going on it so is it 
families that are looking to adopt or these families that have adopted, what is it? Have adopted. So today we have kids who are in family. This group helps these children get into families, and it's awesome. If anyone's listening, go to Raise the Futures website, make a contribution, and help these guys accomplish their mission. It, there's, I can't imagine a greater work than helping these young children. This is such a, a great place to do it, too, because the kids and the families can get outside, and I'm going to guess the weather's perfect for it up there right now. Oh, we ordered this week, so I know all you guys down there suffering in high temps. <laughs> Thank you for suffering through because it has been spectacular up here. We've taken them on ATV rides every day, down to the fishing ponds, into the swimming pool. We've had meals catered. It's it's just been an awesome week. You know, I talk to you always as a businessman, but I've also spent some significant time with you uh, as a friend, and I know that this isn't the only charitable work that you do, but what a fantastic opportunity for some bonding uh, because, you know, having kids that are uh, adopted into a family sounds like a perfect situation, and yet there's probably some hiccups along the way. And this is a great f- uh, way for them to bond outside of the family unit. Yes, and, and it is wonderful. And the people who work for Raise the Future, these counselors and team members are just awesome. These people are dedicated to helping youth. And it's just such an inspiring program, and we have to count our blessings and help other people. And, and this is a wonderful way to do it. So please, I just urge everyone, go check out Raise the Future and help these kids. All right. Uh, so we'll encourage people to do that as well. Any updates on the construction that's going on? You've probably been too busy to worry about it. We have been busy on the family reunion cabin. So anyone looking to get a family reunion scheduled, now is the time. That set will be ready for this winter and next summer. So what an awesome addition to our property here. Remind everybody, because we're getting to a little bit of a shoulder season for you, uh, how long do you keep things running as far as tracks in the parking lot there before you start to make the move over to snowmobiles? We run wheeled vehicles, side-by-sides and ATVs, right up till the day it snows. And then we just bring out the snowmobiles. So every day we ride something, but... uh, the fall colors are coming soon, so if anyone wants to get away and come take fall colors, we're running a special. Rent a machine, get a machine half off, or get a second day half off. So bring a big group, rent a bunch of machines, get the second ones half off, and come see the fall colors in the next month. It'll be beautiful. Yeah, it really is going to be a perfect time. And I I, yeah, I said last week we're going to find the opportunity to come up and, and record some segments with you uh, while we're up there. But I would encourage people to just go up for the weekend on a rental basis, but if this fits for your family, and I haven't found anybody that it isn't appealing to, uh, make sure and ask about the opportunity to actually be a part owner here uh, in Shared Ownership Cabin uh, that you can actually have as your family's cabin, a deedable piece of property that you can hand down for generations. All right, so we're recording on a Friday. Is the group staying all the way through the weekend? No, they've been here since Monday. They're leaving this morning, so I'm walking 50 of them in a circle. They're doing their kumbayas and we love yous and goodbye till next year, but it's awesome. It's just so fun. Well, thanks for what you do, uh, not just with uh, creating memories for families uh, through the years, but also with these kinds of charitable events. It's a, it's a great organization. And again, if you want more information on the cabins, uh, you can go to Bear River Lodge Cabins, uh, bearriverlodge.com, just bearriverlodge.com. And if they want tracks information, what's that website again? Tracks. T-R-A-X, powersports.com. All right, we'll let you get back to the goodbyes up there. Thanks for all you do, Roger. 
Have a great week, Tim. Thank you. You too. That'll do it for this week's show. We'll turn things over to the Greenhouse coming up next. They're with you till 11 and then a big Cougar football day. Not only do we have Cougar Sports Saturday from noon to 3, we'll have pregame activities at 6 tonight as they get ready to take on number 9 Baylor. Going to be a big one on ESPN and uh, the kickoff schedule for a little after 8.15 tonight. Have a great week, everybody, and I'll see you back here Monday morning with Amanda Dixon starting at 5. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.